Well, hello and welcome to another episode of All the F's with me, Bex. Now, if you are with us 17 episodes deep, I'm sure you know that. But today I have a special guest with me. He's here. He's in the bedroom in this professional environment recording the pod. It is our James. Hello, James. Hello. How are you? So I'm good. I'm here to give a male perspective on some of the issues, hopefully. And yeah, I'm good. Good. Well, that's nice, isn't it? That means that all's good in the marital home and right now in the bedroom. So there you go, girls. You're having a little insight into behind the scenes of our bedroom. But we'll get cracking. So obviously, James has just said he is here to give us a man's perspective um, because it's something that comes up a lot. A lot of my girls moan that basically the husband's boyfriend's partners are smug pricks when it comes to dieting and losing fat. James, are you a smug prick? Well, it's a bit strong. I mean, a little bit smug. Probably smug, but not a prick, I'd say. Okay, That's so where the line is. smug, but not a prick. So, okay, we'll stick to that. So what I mean by that is that a lot of the time when men and women are dieting at the same time, men get results quicker. So they lose fat quicker and that can be really disheartening. So I thought, let's do a pod on it. Let's ask James's opinion as a male. I'm going to give you some facts from like a physiology point of view. And obviously, um, James, well, not obviously, some of you will not know James. James coaches men, we call it man's figure. Basically, he coaches husbands and boyfriends, partners of some of my clients. So he's also going to give us a bit of an insight into like how his clients work what he might do differently with his boys, stuff like that. So super interesting if you are wondering why he gets better, quicker results than you do when you're working just as hard. So I'm going to start delving in to basically kind of thoughts, feelings, emotions. So James, give us an overview of how you feel throughout the month. So usually, obviously across the month, it depends how motivated you are with where you are in your life and your goals. Normally I get to a point where I kind of decide to look at myself and think, right, I need to train or something here. So this is what he's talking about. He has the chat, we call it. Yeah. Tell him what the chat is. I'm not sure how strong we can go with the swear words You can words go strong, here. you can go strong. So I normally have, I get to a point, <laughs> everyone gets to a point where I look at myself in the mirror, catch myself... Especially if someone's just taken a photograph. If someone's taken like a group picture, I'm like, who's the fat guy at the back with a big round face? And it's normally me. <laughs> Beck says it looks like a potato, basically. <laughs> so she calls me Mr. Potato Head. Um, but yeah, so I get to a point, I like catch myself. Like you think, oh, I'm doing all right. I look all right in my clothes. And then you have the chat where you're like, I look like a fat bastard. The enough is enough chatting it. We've all been there and we're talking, we don't mean all the time. And I'd just like to add, I don't randomly fat (laughs) fat shame James. I never just randomly call him a potato. Um, So he's really just throwing me under a bus with that. Um, You said it as a compliment that my face was... I think I said he looked like... round cheeks like new potatoes. I said he looked like a cute little new potato one day when he'd had a haircut and then he thought I was calling him fat. I I used it as motivation in the chat as myself that my face looks like... A big potato. Right. So that was my own motivation. But we've all had the chat, haven't we, where it's been Christmas, holidays, whatever. You've had your foot off the gas for some time and you go, fucking hell, something has got to change. So that's what he's talking about there. Um, but I'm kind of asking, I guess, what I'm referring to here is 
the hormonal challenges that women face and how that impacts our mood, emotions, things like that throughout the month. So I guess from that perspective, I mean, throughout the month, you're pretty balanced overall, aren't you? So yeah, I was about to say from there, like when I have the chat and then think, right, this is it, I'm going to do it, then over the course of the month, it's really consistent. My training's consistent, my mood, everyone gets a bit hangry, but generally... I don't really feel up or down, like I can train consistently, strong, good balance, good strength, you know, and I just, I feel pretty solid, it, that's what I mean, the only struggle is having that chat, but once you've had it, like you've got the motivation and it's really consistent, there's no, you don't really, you know, have weeks or days where it feels too hard or you struggle, like more than anything else, it's pretty, it's pretty easy as long as you set your mind to it, I guess is what I was meaning there. So... I'm putting it out there straight away that we compare ourselves to men and physiologically we're very, very different to men. So you've got some coaches out there who unfortunately just treat women as if they are little men when that is not the case. We're completely different. And as women, we have fluctuating hormones throughout the month. So we have ups, we have downs, we have cravings that men don't necessarily feel and have to contend with. Also, with hormones in that, that can affect sleep. So when we're due on, our temperature rises, we don't sleep as well, which means, again, we're going to be struggling. We're going to be struggling to stay motivated, to stay focused. And when our hormones are fluctuating, we're producing things like the hunger hormone. So we've got all these things going on in our body to contend with before we even think about like circumstance, lifestyle, things that we've got to deal with and James made a very good point on this earlier when we were getting ready for the pod he brought up like the difference from a stereotypical role perspective didn't you of men and women I guess I'm actually trying to remember the conversation we had see I'm always on the ball and listening to every single word <laughs> hanging off every word he says Um, basically he was saying that I am stereotyping here but Women usually take on the role of like caregiver, um, looking after the kids, things like that. Whereas men, they're like going out to work. And other than that, their main priority might be, for instance, going to the gym. They never have to come home and say, would you mind looking after the kids so I can just nip to the gym? So James kind of brought that up and I said... So when you're coaching your lads, how many times, you know, he's done it for like, what, a year, 18 months? Yeah, yeah. I said, how many times have you had texts off the lads saying, oh, sorry, mate, I can't make it tonight, childcare issues? Yeah, I mean, like you say, it is a stereotype, so it doesn't fit everybody. But a lot of the time, yeah, the, the guys will go to work and then they'll come straight to the gym or something like that, you know, and then go home and have tea or something like that. The odd time... Like they might bring the kids or whatever, but it's normally, you know, if someone's away or something's happened. But on from chatting to them in the group and when we have our WhatsApp chats and check-ins, normally the main priorities are work, getting your steps in and gym. You know, it doesn't really factor in. You're pretty, like I say, it's pretty consistent with everything. And because you, you do take on a smaller part of those roles, not everybody, but a lot of the time, it means you you can get more me time. You can concentrate more on just your personal goals a little bit. Whereas I can say, like, I'll just go in on the lads, I don't give a shit. The girls, I have a lot of women, and the girls take on the lion's share of things like childcare. So we quite often have kids all over the gym floor, sitting in corners with iPads, or my clients, my online one-to-one girls, are sending me videos with a toddler hanging off the neck, or a toddler screaming at them, can I have this, can I have that? 
that is not something that's really going to happen to men. So when they decide, right, it's time for me to lose fat, I've had that chat, that's it for them. Their focus is going to work, going to the gym, prepping the food. They haven't got to think about like who's picking the kids up, where are the kids going in the holidays, what are they having for the tea? Then what comes into that is a lot of the time women, and again, it's stereotypes, you can cancel me for it, but a lot of the time women are responsible for doing the cooking. So that can lead to things like mindless eating that's then going to again affect your ability to stay within your calorie deficit, i.e. me and Jules have talked about this before, like biting the head off a turkey dinosaur without even knowing that you've swallowed it, finishing chips off the plate, finishing the kids' yoghurt, stuff like that. Again, something that a woman is more likely to do because she's the one there sat doing it with the kids. So it was an interesting chat that we had, wasn't it? To just talk about reasons why you're finding it harder than your male counterpart. Yeah, and it's probably a lot similar. Like when people use the gustos and things that provide certain meals that are set calories and you just literally cook it and eat it. If you've been at work all day and you come home and your tea's made for you and it's there, you're just going to eat it. You're not going to make extra. That's taken out of your hands. It's already dealt with. So like the portion control is essentially there. There's no temptation to eat things while you cook because you're hungry. You know, you don't have a packet of crisps while your tea's cooking. Whereas like if you're in the house longer hours, you get like fidgeted, don't you? And you get the boredom eating. Yeah, yeah. If like you're stuck in looking after the kids, you are going to be snacking, aren't you? If again, if you're playing that role, the main care provider, your sleep's probably going to be affected. If you've got little ones, a lot of the time, I know like the women are on maternity leave, so they take that lion's share, don't they? Of like, right, well, I don't have to get up for work in the morning. Yeah, I mean, that. well, that's designed by society as well. That, like men do get usually two weeks paternity leave. And obviously that hasn't caught up as well. But we all we all generally fall into the stereotypes and live our life by it. So, like you say, the woman could be at home with a newborn baby Doing for six idea. months. Like, you've just got the kid to sleep. Last thing you want to do is, you know, get your trainers on, whereas you think, well, I've got a bit of me time. What I do, put my favourite program program on and get myself a Toblerone like tell them what your favorite thing to do is right and I'll just put it out there girls it doesn't involve me James's favorite pastime go well it's not this this is in a vortex it's not well he's saying this podcast PG so let's take out what could be James's favorite pastime right PG version let's go no that's that's (laughs) not where I was going that's where you're always going is I said that this is something I enjoy doing so it was on the weekend, I, I always get up early. I'm always up at like 6am and Beck said, should I get up and we'll do something? And I was like, well, you can just sleep in. And she said, like, why are you being cagey trying to get me to sleep in? And I said, right, on a Sunday, like when it's on, I like to get up and watch the Formula One, make myself a coffee and crack a Toblerone, like quiet house on my own. For so, breakfast. And for that's, breakfast. His, that's his go-to. But I mean, we're digressing. Um, so you're getting the, you're getting the, What's the word? The crux of it? You're getting the... Meat and potatoes. You're getting the meat and potatoes <laughs> of it. The women's lifestyles does mean that it is harder to stay consistent with a calorie deficit, with finding time to get your steps in to do your workouts because we're taking on a lot more in terms of the roles of house, childcare, but also caregiver. So things like looking after elderly parents, dealing with friends who are having breakups, all that sort of shit that men wouldn't bother ringing the mate and talking about. Um, yeah, it's like it's, it's obviously hard to understand. Like we talk about it quite a lot because of your 
jobs and specialities. So I probably try and be more up to date than a lot of men maybe do. But like we have days where, I mean, you're super motivated as a person to go to the gym and train and all these kinds of things. But even some days you say to me, like, I just, let's just go, like, make me go or, you know, let's do it before I think about it. Because even you're kind of, um, what's the word? Well, Mot- I have, motivation's waning because of hormones Well, and I things. have PMT a couple of days a month and it can be harder to train. When would you on? I don't know if you know it, but when would you on? One, we crave things, so high sugar, high carb foods. Two, our temperature's rising, meaning that we're burning more energy. So there's a lot of reasons why you've got that feeling of always being hungry when you do on your period. So that's hard to battle as well, like feeling hungry all the time. If we're tired, if if our period's affecting our sleep, if kids are affecting our sleep, our body produces ghrelin, the hunger hormone. Again, really hard to say in a calorie deficit when your hormones are telling you to eat. Your brain's getting a signal from your stomach saying, eat, eat, eat. So they're kind of like some of the lifestyle things. But I wanted to talk about the practicalities from a physical perspective of men and women. So First thing to think about is the fact that men naturally hold a lot more muscle mass than us. James right now is flexing his bicep um, in an attempt, I think, to turn me on. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'm distracted. I'm I'm that turned on. I'm distracted. But anyway, back to the pod. Um, Biceps aside. So they naturally hold more muscle mass than us. The more muscle we hold, the higher our metabolism. So the only way to increase a person's metabolism is to gain muscle, okay? So they hold more muscle than us, meaning that they burn more calories than us, simply sitting still, doing nothing. So if you're sat next to your like husband, partner, whatever, a male, watching telly, he is burning more calories than you at rest. Not fair, but that's just the facts of it. So one of the reasons why we've got to stop comparing ourselves and our results to men, because we're completely different. Now he holds more muscle, so he's burning more calories at rest. Imagine what that means when he's training. You and your husband partner could go to the gym and do the exact same workout, same level of intensity, and he would burn around about a third more calories than you doing the same workout. So you'd need to go and spend an extra half an hour in the gym than he has to to get the same level of calorie expenditure, which is crazy. But that's giving you an idea of what we're working with here. Also, we're talking about muscle mass. We're talking about the fact that hormones are more balanced, so they're not struggling with it. We're talking about the fact their lifestyle feels a little bit more structured than ours. What about like portions? Let's talk portions. Well... This should be a better scenario than it is. Unfortunately, in our house, this doesn't work. So usually, I'd like to think, most people you see, obviously, like the male eats more, usually because of, you know, calories that you're allowed and things like that. So you can eat like a big portion of whatever you're having and you get a lot more calories. But we probably eat very similar amounts because of your, obviously, you train quite a lot. Because I'm a fucking beast is what he's trying to say. So I don't get any leftovers, annoyingly, basically, because you... Because I am Eat all your tea. <laughs> I'm an absolute beast and I basically train like he does in the gym. Oh, that's what I tell myself and then he just laughs at me. But uh, Yeah, you you do with just less intensity and weight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's take us out of it because I do eat like a beast, but it is because I'm highly active. Most people, men and women, 
a woman should be eating a lot less from a portion size than a man. But if you're dishing it out, you're probably just putting the same on his plate as you are on your own. So let's kind of summarise um, by, I always like to sum up these pods by giving you sort of some practical tips on things that you can do. So firstly, stop comparing yourself to your male counterpart when it comes to dieting. He burns more calories than you, so he's going to lose fat quicker than you. He holds more muscle. Also, women are genetically predisposed to hold more body fat than men. If we were dying on an island, James would die first because I hold more body fat. The reason being that from an evolution perspective, obviously women are supposed to reproduce. So we hold more body fat to allow us to get pregnant if we wanted to and to be able to survive pregnancy. So, um, real, you know, for me, that's shite because I don't want to reproduce, but I'm still holding more fat around my ass and thighs. But, you know, that's it. That's evolution. Um, so we're, we're supposed to look different for different reasons. So that's the first thing. Don't compare yourself to him in terms of the speed of his fat loss, because he's going to be burning more calories than you. Secondly, you can't compare yourself because your lifestyles are different, your hormones are different. Also, think about this. You're responsible for cooking, right? So most women, let's say your calorie deficit is 1,700 calories. Now, if you don't know what it is, don't be like, Beck said on the pod, my deficit's mm. 1,700, because that's not what I said. I'm saying it could be, let's say it. So you're doing the cooking, you're doing the food prep. So probably by like proxy, your husband is now in a 1700 state as well. Whereas he really needs like 2200. So you've just put your husband partner into this massive aggressive calorie deficit, much bigger than yours, that even though you're on the same food, that he's finding it much easier to stick to because he's not producing the hunger hormone, he's not having cravings, he's just smashing his deficit. Obviously, he's going to drop fat substantially quicker than you are because he's in the aggressive calorie deficit. And I'll just, your approach is different to mine, isn't it? When we're dieting, say we were going on holiday or summer, James is much more aggressive in his approach than I am. I don't like to be hungry. I like to include things like my little chalky bars and stuff every day within my calories. You can be much more aggressive and like you just sort of go for it more than yeah, me, don't so you, for like a short space of time? I think this is a common theme with the lads I train because from having discussions, a lot of them are the same as me. So in terms of if I decide I've had the chat, that's it, then I, I don't care. I could eat the same breakfast seven days a week, like exactly the same oh, food. You'd live off like fucking boiled fish my, and But my lads are the same where pork. I'll say, well, what have you had? And they'll tell me like the exact same lunch. You know, I had granola fruit and yogurt. I had two poached eggs on toast. Then I had what? Like every single day. Whereas I, like you'd hate that. Whereas I find it actually easier because like I just switch off to it. It doesn't bother me. And actually... Probably because men are a bit lazier generally as well. So once I put it in fitness pal and I know that that works, once you start seeing results, right, I'm losing, then you just like rinse and repeat, stick to the same food. I don't have to plan, don't have to think about recipes. But yeah, I go aggressive. So if I have, I think I struggle with personally, I don't think it's a, like a male thing, but with, you know, if I eat something, so I'm bad with chocolate. So if I have like a little bit of chocolate, I can't then be like, oh, well, that was nice you know, let's move on. I'd rather just not have it, cut it out, which then probably makes my deficit naturally more aggressive anyway. But this is literally, n none of the girls should be listening to this thinking, oh, 
Well, no. that sounds like a good plan for me because we're trying to show you the difference between men and women. So I can diet as successfully as James. Like, I lose fat, but I do it at a slower rate because for me, I need to include, like, the little bit of chalky, the little sweet treats. I cannot have, like, boiled fish and rice and veg every night for my tea. I'm, like, barking by day three. Um, I mean, that could just be me. But when we sometimes say we're going to diet together... If he goes, oh, well, I'm just going to go hard on fish and veg, I'm like, right, I'll sort myself out. I can't do this. To be fair, though, like, as you've said there, it, even though it does work and I do get good results, it isn't sustainable. So I, I think I'm fairly motivated. But when I do that, I lose the weight. But then naturally I'm going to want chocolate. And then when I have it, I go like stag do style and eat everything. So I said to you, didn't I, this time when I started trying to train a bit more, I'm going to try and be a little bit more sort of generous to myself throughout it and a bit more consistent where I do allow myself treats without falling into that. Not that any food, you know, is like blacklisted, but... No, but you can be a bit feast and famine, can't yeah, you? Where so... it's like nothing and then... Whereas I'll be like, oh, bloody hell, let yourself have a couple of squares of chocolate or Yeah, just for you saying that that's... Like, the girl shouldn't be listening to that. Like, that's a fault of... It's not a, you know, it's not a positive that I do that because then when I come off the wagon, like, I crash hard... You know, yeah. in terms, I mean, I mean, it is different levels, though because yeah. most of the time we eat well, yeah, and we do train well. So, I mean, this is all different extremes, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm also thinking about, and some of you might be listening, thinking of the man in your life. My dad does this when my dad's been on it like on the session that for months, let's say, and he's got a bit of a belly on him. He'll go, Right, that's it, I'm gonna lose a few stone. So, he goes and eats one meal a day. Yeah. My mom was like, What do you mean, dad? Well, I, all I do is have my tea and then go to bed and then I have nothing to eat the next day and then my tea and go to bed. And I'm like, there's not a chance I could do that from from energy levels, from an emotional perspective, from enjoying my food. So these are really extreme things. But I guess what I'm saying is because men haven't got those things that we've mentioned to deal with, with the hormones and stuff, they can be a little bit more robotic the majority of the time, like just more structured with it. If this is what I'm doing for the next month. Yeah, and you do get away with it with, like you said, with the calories because I'm allowed, whatever, four or 500 more. Yeah. That, you know, if you decide you want a certain thing in the evening, then you have to kind of trim through the day. Whereas because of my allowance, I can basically just match what you eat that day, still have whatever I want in the evening and, and I might just be on maintenance or in like a still in a small yeah. deficit. Like there's just, you know, a lot more leeway to it. Mm. So we'll kind of wrap it up because we could just chat for hours, but hopefully you've got the kind of gist of it that you've got to stop comparing yourself to the men in your life. We just aren't the same. We are not little men. So don't compare yourself to anybody. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know, I like to put these little words of wisdom and you can stick that on your fridge with a magnet if you like um it wasn't actually me who made it up though so yeah just, just, to, just take it just to, just keep i could it. just take it yeah comparison's the thief of joy by bex put it on your fridge um so yeah you just can't compare yourself to them they hold more muscle than us they're more hormonally balanced than us um they don't have the same pressures. They don't have the lack of sleep that we've got to deal with and i'm not it's not bashing men i'm just being direct realistic and yes there's some men out there who you know that isn't their circumstance but overall i think it's safe to say that that's kind of how it is in most households yeah, and that's what we're dealing with it's kind of it's sort of learning i think to like to play together as well because obviously i'm aware of those differences you know of what you're allowed and what i'm allowed if we're 
we've got the same goals. Yeah. So if we're both on the same page and prepping and cooking together, like you you know how much easier it is when we're both on it yeah. at the same time. If one of us is doing it and the other one's doing very little and eating, every, like it makes it really tricky. But also I'm quite mindful. So if I've got five, 600 calories left, I think I'm going to have a tub of Halo Top ice cream. And I know that you're already at max, down. max for the day. Like it's maybe been a bit, you know, discreet of, well, I'm going to have this. Eating I've got, it in the fucking I'm, shed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> living in fear in the shed with my bottle sitting of his, my Halo sitting Top. Sitting in the wardrobe eating his Halo But top. it is knowing that like I've got 400 calories left today and you're on your ass and you've had them all mm. and, and you're still hungry. So, you know, I might have some toast, but I'm not going to like offer you any because I know that, you know, I'm already then yeah. causing the temptation. And But it's so much easier when we do it at the same time, for sure. Yeah, ideal. So there you go, girls. Don't compare yourself. Don't put your partner, husband, whatever, into the same calorie deficit as you. All you're doing is literally kicking yourself in the teeth, watching him drop fat quicker. So if you are wanting to lose and the man in your house is wanting to lose, make sure his calories are higher. Make sure they're right. Sabotage the bastard. Yeah, give him full um, fat milk. <laughs> give him, yeah, give him full fat milk. Give him full fat butter, you know... Just slip those extras in, bit of full fat mayo in his tuna, that type of thing. Slow him down. Yeah, slow him down. Nice. Um, and also just make sure that your portions aren't you're not piling the same on your plate as you are on his. That's the best way to do it. Um, but I think that's kind of it. That's a roundup. Just wanted to do one. One to explain to you the differences. Two to hear James's take on it. Um, but three to say stop beating yourself up. And I know it sounds absolute cheese ball cringe. Be a bit kinder to yourself with it because I'm not being funny. It is easier for them and that's that. Yes, obviously some men have their own relationships with food, with their bodies, that type of thing. But overall, they do find it easier. So, yeah, that's it. That is why your partner is a smug prick and why you should sabotage him at every possibility and then we'll all live happily ever after. And that is our marriage happy advice wife, as well. Exactly. We happy wife, happy life. That's it. Right. Thanks so much for joining me in the bedroom, James. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. You've been very well behaved. Yeah. That's it. I'm um, watching my P's and Q's. Yeah. And this is our first take as well. I haven't had to like bollock him and start again. So we did go in and threaten the kids though, that they're not to touch the door handle, speak, shout, breathe. So yeah, yeah it's worked all right. Yeah, we've done our prep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, take care. Thanks so much. Thank you.